When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, it's Crimson, and what would really help me out if you go to my YouTube channel, Crimson60620, and then pop up Crimson, and hit that subscribe button. Other than that, if you want to help me out, you can check out my Patreon page at Crimson60620 PS4 Gaming, and just thank you for listening. All right, so if you know, every now and again, you see me like... If you get here on time, you're able to see my um, opening, my intro. And um, I thought this would be a perfect time to actually do some videos that talk about my intro that I, my intros that I have. I actually got a few of them that I've done, and of course, it's not the you know hump day shit from Wednesday. By the way, this Wednesday. I'm going to be on a Hannah on Monty shit show. I don't know what the topic will be, but I'm just going to be there. And, um, yeah, this is going to be, uh, when you see this on YouTube, it'll probably already been past that time. But, yeah, go check them out. I use their videos for the D-Roy videos. Um, but I want to actually go and do this video. And, um... This actually, I'm a fan of like leftist newscasts. I watch the Young Turks, I use some of their videos or the channels off that network. But I also watch the Majority Report with Sam Cedar. And um, about two years ago, we lost the part of the Majority Report. It was actually pretty cool. And um, we're gonna do this video, and this is actually part of my intro. Um, this is the late, great Michael Brooks talking about, well, you'll see. We need to keep it as simple as it can be, but not simpler than that, unfortunately. So if you get what he's saying, he's talking about how specifically when it comes to political theory it's always great to say I read this theory, I read that theory but in the end if you're not explaining things like you're talking to people, you might as well not be explaining it, but let's go so this left needs to be smart it needs to be radical, it needs to be strategic and it needs to be brave now okay. so in the end, and this is just like one of the things that like we we, we kind of actually need to understand having a theory is great, but this whole shit that the left is does in a lot of cases about isolating and actually I am not left because I think I'm some moral superiority that I, I, I'm leftist. So, no, I just feel that it's the best way to move forward. I don't need to gatekeep. I don't need to actually say, oh, I'm pure. So I've been left all my whole life. 
No. Being left should not be your aesthetic. It shouldn't be the group that you fall in because other group picked on you. You should actually do it because it's beneficial for you and everybody else. But let's continue. Speaking of this, and this is totally unprompted, totally random transition, didn't plan this at all, just just, just happened. There was a recent leading dumb-dumb on YouTube occurrence that may have, in fact, related to me and this show. So this is totally unprompted. Matt just brought this up right before the show. It's totally unprompted. I love you, dude. Because if you remember anything about watching Michael Brooks, he would just do crazy-ass voices. And, of course, this is his imitation of Alex Jones. They're making a frog. It's great. We came across this piece of dumb-dumbism. And if you ever heard people saying, I heard someone say the other day, you know, now, especially with the DACA people, you know, they're being... Uh, they're, they're... Remember remember when, you, when Jimmy Dore pretended to be on the left? Remember? Remember that shit? Remember that shit? Uh, okay. All right, let's go. Their lives are being, you know, six-year-old, brought here as six-year-old kids, and now that, that you should have voted for Hillary. Someone actually said that on a news show the other day. So you should have voted because of DACA. How dumb could you be? Yes, Jimmy, you dumb fuck. You should have made sure that you voted for Hillary because there are people who are dreamers that were threatened to be kicked out of the country. Because Donald Trump was a fucking racist. We know, Jimmy, and I feel that you are so caught up in your own goddamn hatred of the Democratic Party that you would rather sell this fucking country out for a in order to spite the fucking Democratic Party. Uh, okay, okay. Uh, pretty dumb, by the way. Still defending yes, voting for Hillary, even dumb. though it was Hillary who propped up Donald Trump. She completely rigged the the, the primary to screw over the per- the only per to make sure the only person who could lose to Donald Trump lost to Donald Trump. That's what Hillary. And you still want us to vote for the person who cheated us Hi, out of Bernie? Piper. You still want to vote for the person who? But now he's feuding with Bernie because Bernie doesn't come on the show. Yeah, this motherfucker who is making this whole point. It's feuding with Bernie because Bernie doesn't come on the show. Just the same way he feuds with Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez. Completely got us, Donald Trump. That's all that matters. you think we got Donald Trump because everybody loved what the fucking Democrats were doing? Because everybody loved how Barack Obama handled shit? Because everybody loved how Bill Clinton handled shit? No, we got Donald Trump because Democrats got in power and fucked everybody over, you dummy. It wasn't because of racism. It wasn't because of the virulent strain of tribalism that Donald Trump fostered. It was because we know Hillary Clinton. And if we didn't get Trump this time, we were going to get a worse Trump next time. He thinks he's cracked it. Oh my God. He thinks he's cracked it. All right, let's go. Because your inability to think past one election cycle is why you're a dummy and no one listens to you. A worst. Now, if you can hear the shit in the background, Michael is doing my job for me. <laughs> but, Jimmy. I, okay, okay. Let's let's go back and hear, hear this shit. 
Your inability to think past one election cycle is why you're a dummy and no one listens to you. Iris Trump. Jimmy, the same person who says that it would have... <clears throat> what if Trump gets elected? What is he going to do? Get two Supreme Court justices? Three? And if that happens, Lake Michigan's... Uh, the moon's going to fall into Lake Michigan. I'm still looking up every day. It's unbelievable. It's unbelievable. People still saying that with a straight face. See, because of DACA, this is why we all should have voted for Hillary. And Well, you all did fucking vote for Hillary. I don't know if you noticed that. And you could have actually voted for a third party and made a difference with your vote, but you didn't. You voted like a stupid corporate neoliberal. You did the lesser of two evils. Well. You know how many videos that Jimmy Dore has done about Trump being bad? This many. And I challenge a Jimmy Dore fan to actually show me a video where he is talking bad about the Republicans. But let's go. Well, I, it's been come to my attention that apparently this guy, uh, and I will use his name and his clip, uh, Jimmy Dore, was talking about me. I was on the Young Turks a couple of weeks ago, and in the context of talking about DACA, I said, yeah, this is why you engage in strategic voting. Because So Michael Brooks has never been ashamed about being a lot more left than what he is, but he was like, oh, we don't need to have fucking Trump in the office. But like, this is, like, when is this video? When is this video done? Um, February of 2018. Okay, cool. Because of the several million DACA recipients who are jeopardized now. It's pretty simple. And as you could see there, there was a lot of bloviating. He didn't actually answer that question. He says this, this kind of emotional fixation on Hillary Clinton. But look, apparently I'm a dummy. And uh, I guess I talked like I, I didn't realize, though, that I said, and this is what I got to vote for Hillary Clinton. I got to check my TYT appearance this He's just an asshole, but he's a lovable asshole. <laughs> okay, let's go. Like, okay. See what I was talking like. Um, I know that Jimmy's not uh, an impressionist, but uh, maybe he was trying to get something there. But look, this is Jimmy's uh, Twitter handle, um, where there's a lot of tweets about you know dumb things that Barack Obama did and said. There's a lot of tweets about how horrible Hillary is. Um, there's a lot of tweets about, you know, how garbage a lot of garbage uh, liberals are. Uh, very little to do with, uh, you know, the people that are actually running the country right now. Again, this is a lot about Jimmy has such a hate boner for Democrats. He has no criticism for Republicans, no criticism at all for Republicans. Please show me if you're a Jimmy Dore fan, his criticism for Republicans. Which is sort of interesting. If you're sort of like in the news and politics business and you barely have anything to say about the uh, president of the United States, who's actually a far right uh, corporatist. Neoliberalism is one thing, but galloping fascism, maybe spare a thought for it. Yeah, maybe spare a thought. And actually, in fact, voting for a garbage candidate like Hillary would have actually been great because then we still would be in a position where neoliberalism was the main issue. And this is like one of the things that like I I'm sorry we lost him when we did. 
he would have had so much shit to say about January 6th. I, I just, I, man, it's certain people that you would have loved to hear their opinion about shit. And you can actually go to the Michael Brooks show channel. Um, and it's actually, yeah, they, they actually still premiere some of his videos. And um, I know his sister was on a majority report a few days ago um, where he says like, yeah, no, watch this shit. And they doing a documentary. But like, <clears throat> damn, but let, let's go. Unfortunately, now it's not. But the top of this uh, Twitter, uh, of Jimmy's Twitter feed, he has a, tw- a tweet. And I think this is a real one. I think before. What's up, indemnity? Oh, that's, yeah, indemnity. It had a George Orwell tweet, which wasn't actually an Orwell tweet. Yeah. This is a Chomsky tweet that says any dictator would mind, uh, would admire the uniformity and the obedience of the U.S. media. And I can only imagine that Chomsky was talking about people like me who advocated not voting like a fucking you know, child uh, during the, the campaign. I'm sure that Jimmy thinks that Gnome is smart. Here's what Gnome Chomsky... Oh, no, no, no. Jimmy has turned on Noam Chomsky already. Yeah, because he supports the Democrats over the fascist Republicans. Yes, Jimmy Dore supports, uh, no, excuse me, he supports hating the Democrats over the fascist Republicans because reasons. Chomsky had to say a couple of weeks after the election that noted corporate shill and sellout. What's your message to those voters today who refuse to vote for Trump or refuse to vote to stop Trump? What's your message to them now that he's won and he's in the White House? Same as before. I think they're making a bad mistake. First of all, um, there are two issues. Damn, over the last four years, Noam Chomsky has definitely aged and he's probably not going to be around for too much longer. He's like, what, 905 years old? One is a kind of a moral issue. Uh, do you vote against the greater evil uh, if uh, you don't happen to like the other candidate? The answer to that is yes, if you have any moral uh, understanding. Fucking you want to keep out. the greater evil out. <laughs> Second is a factual question. Uh, how do Trump and Clinton compare? And I think they're very different. I didn't look. Yeah, yeah. There is a difference between Hillary Clinton and Donald Trump. There is a huge difference one is a galloping fascist. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. Let, let, let's go. Like Clinton at all, but her positions are much better than Trump's on every issue I can think of. What a fucking corporate sellout. <laughs> Noam Chomsky's a fucking coward, and this is why people don't subscribe to his YouTube channel. <laughs> okay, fuck. Okay, I forgot how funny he is. Let's go. No one listens to him because he's a fucking corporate sellout. Meanwhile, Hillary Clinton, and he just said he loved there. She's the reason that Trump's the fucking president. And you still fucking talk, you dummy. (laughs) You know, Matt had pointed out that my personal fondness of Jimmy Dore, which, look, he was wrong during the election. And even that point that he makes that, like, oh, the next Trump will be worse. Look. Okay, so if you guys, like, like I said, Jimmy Dore is nowhere near have been right anything political. And, you know, support fascists and, you know, outwardly not condemning the Republicans <clears throat> for January 6th. And then, you know, having Proud Boys and Boogaloo Boys on this show 
Yeah, okay, let, let's, let's go. Voting is not your fantasy football draft. And Jimmy's whole analysis of the campaign was, you know, uh, in 2020, there'll be a much worse candidate who will beat Hillary, which is possible, but not certain. What we had was certain was what was in front of us, not in your fantasy scenario. And then that if uh, Trump won, there would be a big uprising and things like, you know, Supreme Court picks could just be filibustered. And wow, Jimmy, that didn't happen. All right, let's go. Any other type of rational assessment of the election was just fear based thinking. Now, here's the problem. Among many, if your lane is really that American society needs a radical transformation, I don't even know what Jimmy truly wants. I know that we need to end capitalism. I know that we need to transition to economic democracy. I know that getting there is going to take all sorts of interventions, activism, politics, and things that don't involve presidential campaigns, truly radical actions across the board and forms of solidarity. And then I also know that what you do is you vote. If there's an opportunity, as in Bernie Sanders' case, to actually advance things, that's the best case scenario. And then, so this is what I this is what I kind of like get upset at a lot of people who say they're they're socialists online. And sorry, guys, I'm just adjusting the camera for the next set, the next section of the stream. The people who say they socialists online, they want this grand socialist revolution. But they're, they don't. And then they poo-poo on voting. And then they actually say voting does nothing. Where the Republicans literally made a lot of the shit that they did on voting. And it's just like, voting actually wins shit, dog. That's, that's how the Republicans got to where they were. They voted. And then they changed shit. But, you know... That doesn't matter to some people because unless it's the glorious revolution, then well, voting doesn't work. But let's 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 go. Let's let's let Michael finish this out. Besides that, you vote to stop the bleeding. Exactly. And you vote because actually, in reality, we know that in most cases, left resistance is built in places not of accelerationist horror but in really bad conditions where there's a little bit of opening to push back. That's actually the context. So, yeah, accelerationism doesn't work. That just makes the people who are the target of the fucking fascists, the fucking ruling class, the people that think they're on the top and everybody else that's below them, it just makes it worse for them. Look, if you are one of those cringy-ass left loppers that says, Oh, we're going to start the revolution. Hey, I can't take off my uniform. My uniform is my skin. How many people will just be just collateral damage because, oh, we started a conflict inside the U.S. We saw the shit literally, and I know I'm making points that boy, the fifth column is made. We saw the shit when COVID happened, how supply lines were strained. But you want to go for this glorious revolution instead of doing the hard work to actually change the world. Well, you know, I want to vote, but you don't do anything else. All right, let's go. Of the Russian Revolution, as an example, that's 
how it happened because there were compromises. There was some weakenings in the system. Revolutionaries were able to seize on that. So intentionally saying, I'm going to take a situation. And by the way, this is not somebody who is saying in the middle of the country who's like, look, I've been fucked over by the political establishment. I've been abused by players on both sides and I'm done. I'm through with it. I'm not voting. Or maybe I've been sucked in by the Trump scam or maybe I'm doing a protest vote. I have no judgment for those people. And so one of the things that Michael Brooks actually always said, be hard on systems, but kind to people. And he lives that through his political advocacy. He's always said, be hard on systems, but soft, uh, but kind of people. And just this alone, by actually saying like, yo, you know, middle of the country and some of the states where it's, it's fucked up and you've been fucked over by both parties. Cool. I get it. Those leftists that think they can take on the military, good luck with that. Also, the military's capabilities evolved since then. Of, of, of course. Of course. I mean, like, they have drones and nukes. And if you think that you won't get it, oh, they're getting out of line. Uh, let's just drop a tactical nuke. You think they won't do that? Uh, okay. No comment. But if you're a political commentator sitting on your ass in L.A. who doesn't do basic research and is playing with people's lives because of a fantasy scenario in your head about what could be. That has- hey, hey, Jimmy, Jimmy, Michael just called you out, even from the fucking grave. You gonna handle that? Oh, I'm just a damn fuck comedian. Okay, yeah, we thought so, Jimmy, we, we thought so. ...has been debunked through every step of this administration, okay? Here's what's happened. No, there wasn't a filibuster on the Supreme Court. Gorsuch is there. There's cases coming down that will radically deepen the war on organized labor in this country, on public sector. God damn it. If he, oh God, like, he has... Like for like, I know they played the clip, and I, I think I'll find that clip um, at the end of this video of just uh, of Michael and his sister talking about. Okay, let, let's let's go. He has been facts here. Sector unions. You think there's going to be any type of left without labor party power in this country? Without labor power, there's no left in the world that didn't have labor power. Now. The Democrats sell out labor and take corporate contributions? Absolutely. Yeah, they did. They sold out to fucking money interests 75%. I'm not going to say 50 or 60. No, 75 to 80%. Did Republicans sell out to fucking big businesses? 112%. So your answer to a revanchivist far right that's doing even more than any previous administration on labor is to go back into history and bitch about Democrats fucking up on that issue. What we on the actual left who care about actually achieving things are doing is fighting all of these fronts simultaneously. But actually, in fact, focusing now on the main threat. I said if you were in a swing state, vote for Hillary because I wanted to keep the main threat and the main problem be those fucking neoliberals and corporatists that we do have to defeat. So if here's the thing, too. If you are somebody who likes theory, 
you know, the people that led socialist revolutions actually advocated for making sure the neoliberals are the problem or the liberals at the time are the problem, not the fascists. If you literally want to go by theory, like Lenin, he would have advocated for an easy opponent to fit to fight, not fascists. But let, let's continue. Not galloping fascists. But you know what? It's a good business model. Outrage is a good business model, and it's easy click content. Why figure out a Supreme Court ruling when you can endlessly bitch about an MSNBC segment? Why do strategy that points out that, of course, Obama had an obscene record on deportations and Trump is worse (laughs) when you can do, I don't know, 10 segments on how when Kamala Harris supported single payer, but she didn't say it with the right amount of enthusiasm. And like you guys are you think he's being like facetious or just using sarcasm. Like literally we saw the 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 force to vote bullshit how motherfucking Jimmy Dore had a force to vote conference after the vote would have actually been taken care of talking about force to vote. Yes, exactly. Jimmy Dore is just doing the shit to make sure he can buy his motherfucking house. But let's continue. This is middle school gossip and your fantasy life. It's not politics. I was on Jimmy's show once, and he was doing this riff before the election. And I went with him on a lot of this shit. Yeah, Hillary was terrible. Hillary was terrible on war. She was terrible on corporations. She had a terrible record on everything from race to welfare. We know this. And yet, Donald Trump says... Hold my ketchup that I'm going to throw at the wall. He almost started World War Three by bombing somebody because, oh, you, 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 he was enemy of America. Like, I don't see how people, like, the videos are still up on all these channels. I don't know if Jimmy has taken them off or anything like that, but why do you still listen to Jimmy Dore? This is the shit that pisses me off. Why do you still listen to people like Jimmy Dore? This shit came out in 2018. But let's continue. And then I just dropped these seeds. Well, difference, Iran deal. There's a difference. DACA. And I remember one time he goes, yeah, yeah, you're right on the DACA. That's true. Donald Trump did slightly increase his margin with Hispanic voters. I think a lot of that has to do with uh, many Hispanic voters being American uh, citizens who were also brought in by his economic scam. I don't think, as Jimmy spe- speculated later in that video, that people who were enraged at Obama's deportations voted to punish Obama by voting for the most overtly xenophobic president, presidential candidate in modern history. Just- so, and here's another thing too: most people who are uh, are, are Hispanic or Latino descent. They're extremely religious and right-wing. They're mostly Catholic. They are literally right-wing. Oh, my God. Okay, let's go. Just a thought. Dude, if you want to do politics, you got to fucking understand the issues. It's not all just emotions and fantasy life. Or if you want to do emotions and fantasy life, then own it and just do critique. And that's great. I, I do critique. I, I do critique. 
I do critique. I I do some facts and go over some studies, but I do critique. I I, I I'm owning this shit. Don't call people who actually care about the process and bother to do some fucking research, dummies. Okay, I do some research too. Because they look at things a little bit structurally. It's an easy hustle. It's an easy market. It's an easy game. But it's not contributing to anything. It's not going to help us win. And to me, it seems like, if anything, at this point, this is helping Trump. Damn, this is 2018. This is 2018. February 2018. How prophetic these words are. If we have to fight neoliberals, we have to fight Trump, we have to fight establishment Democrats, we have to deal with the corporate hegemony, we have to deal with ideological conformity of a global elite, do we really need to spend our time on YouTube just giving people dumb emotional releases? Or actually help them think about how they actually get power? And I know that that was spoken like a true fucking corporate sellout. Damn. Get the fuck out of here, man. Do some research. Get serious. And don't be a coward. You didn't mention my name. You haven't had Sam on your show. Engage. <laughs> he called him a motherfucking coward. I, I, okay. So, here. I'm going to do this. And you guys, this is the shit that, like, um, we're going to do this. And this is some like I kinda... recent shit um, from Michael's sister. Here, let's let's see if we can find it. Let's go. More intelligently than more adult. <laughs> Are you in? Are you in? Yeah. Uh, I'm curious at like at what point in that because I remember that primary. And Michael um, obviously was a Jerry Brown, you know, supporter. Um, but anyhow, he calls into the show. He gives an alias, so it's a little confusing. But I would love to play uh, the clip of that tape if we have it up. All right. So this is Michael at eight years old between, in 1992 with, about the Clinton and the Jerry Brown primary in New York. Let's go. Great. And wait, when, wait, when did he actually make the call? I think it was like, I mean, I think it was 92. Is that it would right? Have been, it, it would have been in 92. Yeah. Uh, I'm curious at like at and, what point in that, because I remember that primary. Well, I guess it's like whenever the New York primary was coming up. I had oh, it. okay. Remember, this is 80-year-old Michael Brooks. Get Google it. Number, hello, you're on WNNZ. Hello, uh, this is uh, Stephen from Ashfield. And I just got it, I think... Clinton's going to win New York by a squeak. You know, I, I, I happen to agree with your analysis there. I think that, that Clinton has pulled some rabbits out of the hat in recent days. His appearance on the Phil Donahue show the other day was a brilliant performance where Donahue kept trying to ask him about, you know, whether he inhaled his marijuana and had an affair. <laughs> I mean, like, when you think how 30 years ago... And goddamn, it was 30 years ago how the biggest scandal is, oh, you were smoking marijuana. Did you inhale? Fuck, of course he inhaled. And Clinton had to lie about it or he had, he had how he, he had an affair. 
This is 30 years ago. All right, let's, let's go. And finally, the audience booed Donahue and said, look, we want to hear about education and Medicaid and how you're going to fix the economy. We don't want to hear about this junk anymore. But what do you base your analysis on, sir? I I was hoping that Brown, I'm hoping that Brown wins it. I just think that it's kind of like Clinton's an idiot, but, and uh, most of the people in New York, you know, are kind of funked up, but, so if he's going to go and- It's like most of the people in New York are kind of fucked up. Okay, okay, let's go. New York, you know, he's going to get voted for. You know, you've been really been following this race. What's your first name? Uh, uh, my- Steven? Steven. He was about to say Michael. For real, he was about to say Michael. Oh, my God. Like, like you come up with these political ideas, but you say, uh, my, uh Steven? Yeah. And, and are you in school, <laughs> Steven? Very convincing. Uh, Same time got better. No, I'm homeschooled. You're homeschooled. How old are you? Oh, I'm, I'm great. It's going great. How old are you? I'm uh, eight years old. You're eight years old, you're homeschooled, and you can discuss the presidential race more intelligently than more adults. Well, I'd say that's a good argument for homeschooling. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm really glad to uh, to hear from you, Stephen, and uh, you keep it up. And, and give me a call next week, and, and we'll see how good your prediction came. Okay, bye. Okay, thanks for your call. Bye. <laughs> Michael Brooks, at eight years old, coming up with a prediction about the 92 primaries. This kid, like, literally grew up to be Michael Brooks, where he just had so many great political insights. And I'm, I'm, I, I'm disappointed that his book never came out. Um, I know he was still working on it, but his book never came out. And it's, it's kind of sad. And like, yeah, yeah. If I believed in the afterlife, I would hope that he's taking care of other people in the afterlife. But um, yeah, yeah, we lost one that was actually pretty good. But um, yeah, like, share, subscribe, and all that other good stuff. And you guys see now why I actually have that as one of my openness.